the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. Hey, that's us. We're uh, we're here in downtown Raleigh at the convention center for the uh, Auto Expo. It's International Auto Expo, actually, and uh, we haven't seen a car except for our own. They don't have any cars out here. Oh, there's a there's electric car. Yes, sir. Anybody here ever driven a, a an electric vehicle like a Tesla or something? Haven't you haven't done that, huh? All right, I haven't either. I look forward to it. All right, uh, you can see electric cars and uh, probably uh, some some uh, normally aspirated vehicles here. So enjoy yourself at the normally aspirated. That's what the British say. Race race car people, Formula One, they say normally aspirated as versus uh, turbocharged. Normally aspirated. <laughs> All right, nine one nine. Yeah, well, <laughs> the car, the car breathes better with the turbocharger. See, it gets a real good uh, <laughs> blast and takes off. That's the only way I know how to. You're listening to the Weekend Gardener here on WPTF, and uh, we're uh, approaching our 38th year here in uh, January. So um, come down, join us at the convention center. Uh, 919-860-9783. Brother Rufus is with us. Uh, Rufus, good morning to you. Well, howdy-do. Who's our new engineer over there? This is Michael. Oh, that's Michael. Yeah, we got Michaels all over the place. If you uh, can't remember my name or you can't remember him, just say yeah. Michael. Okay. Yeah. All right. Good uh, biblical name, Michael. Yeah. Oh, thank you. For some reason I can't hear you very well, Rufus. A great orator like you, too. The night was like ice, so a fire felt nice. There you go. And an attorney, too. you got to be heard in court. No microphones. Well, you know, I'm going to Canada this Wednesday, and I hate to miss next weekend. Yeah. If I get a chance, I'll call you from Canada. Are you going to have your client with you to plead his case? Uh, well, I'm, I'm going to appear before a judge up there. And they don't have juries in civil cases. So you, you have to wear a wig? Are, well, I've, asked, I've asked that. But I think I, I think I have to wear a robe. Oh, good for you. Blue jeans on underneath. Uh, Phil Campbell, Campbell Road Nursery, is uh, here. Good morning. Good morning, Miss Phil. And Nelson Cox, owner of the Garden Hut in Fuqua Arena, is here. Good morning. Brought some plants with you. How about that? Yeah. Nice. Uh, well, nice. I've, I've already got a question. Why is it now? That that's a PG hydrangea right there. It, it's not. It's um, limelight prime. Okay. Uh, mine never turned that color, but you go to the mountains and you see hydrangeas along the road. About October, they're all pink. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they don't turn pink here. What, what well, they do about? turn pink here. Pink here. They may not in your yard because it could be that they get a little more shade that time yeah. of year with the sun getting. Gotta lower. have sun. Yeah. Okay. All right. That that settles that one. Okay. And and that's that's the that's the little baby that you prince. That's that the Prince Charles. Prince Charles. Prince Charles. Charles. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I haven't noticed to see if mine has started blooming oh. again. Oh, and that is so oh nice. We'll always call it Prince Charles. There's my dear Rose of Sharon. Yeah. yeah. Aren't these some beauties? Look at that. 
Oh my god. Yeah, isn't that a nice one? Is mm-hmm. that uh, are both of those the, the the type that will seed and spread and No, they're not going to seed. They're, they're sterile. more sterile. Oh, yeah. okay. So they're a newer variety. Yeah. Both of them are pretty mm-hmm. colors. Beautiful. Really are. Yeah. You like gardening, Michael? You know, I don't do too much of it. Well, you'll learn something this morning, maybe. I've always been a fan, you know. I moved from Boone, so hydrangeas, always delight. He's another, uh, we've got a lot of Appalachian State people Well, I was born there, Michael. Yeah, he was. Wonderful place to be born. The uh, the old farm is part, the the Appalachian State bought the old farm. Then they sold it to the Watauga High School. So where that, I'm sure you're familiar where the high school sits. That was where I used to work for a living. Yeah. <laughs> Got up to milk cows at 5.30 in the morning, hoed tobacco, corn, cabbage, and uh, was known as the tractor man. Five gardens all over Boone. And three, I had four brothers that went to Appalachia. And I was sort of uh, mixed up that weekend with Carolina played Appalachia because I was a little bit, uh, because of the connection to Boone and my brothers, uh, I said, whoever wins will please me. Yeah. That's a good there way you to go. think about it. Yes, indeed. <laughs> That's a good game. Scored a lot of points. Yeah. Yes, yeah. it was. Thought it would never get over, though. <laughs> Golly. They must have been tired. You know, there's nothing like a dumpster truck in the morning doing, right. its, doing its job. I'm assuming that's what it is. Yeah. All right. 919-860-9783. Continue with your travels through well, the plants. Um, we were talking about um, Canada, eh? And... <laughs> These uh, lovely tropical house plants came in from Canada yesterday. So we've got the Birkin, which is extremely popular. Um, so they don't mind a cooler house? Well, they just have acres and acres and acres of greenhouses. Yeah. So, but so how do we care for for these? Well, they're, they're house plants. So when you're heating, your air's running, air conditions running. I mean, you want to miss the foliage to keep them humid. If you can put them outside in the summer, they love it. But they're just, you know, they, they're cleaning the air in your house, so they're, yeah. they're just beautiful, and, and it's all the craze now. I mean, look at this philodendron leaf that uh, goes from gold to orange, uh, green, but just, just stunning plants. Uh, so these would be happier outside in Florida during, during the year? Yes. As opposed to Canada? Yes. Okay. That reminds yeah. me of a coleus there. Mm-hmm. That's a calithia. So these, uh, these can be fairly large plants? They can be, yep. But most people just use them as small house plants, decorative, clean the air. How about that? That's yep. a good idea, clean the air. That's right. Uh, Improve your quality of oxygen. Is that a, uh, an abelia there to your <coughs> right? Here. The uh, yellow? No, uh, that is the Ligustrum sunshine. Oh, okay. Well, I just... Wouldn't you have thought that was an abelia, Rufus? I would have said that's Florida sunshine... Oh, I did bring. <laughs> I don't. I don't have that. I did bring an abelia. Um, this one is uh, radiance. Wow! And look at those variegated leaves. The fall of the year is almost better for these. A, they start blooming in August and September, uh, but once the flowers fall off, which they do attract uh, butterflies and little hummers. Um, then the calyx stays on, and the cooler it gets, the pinker they get, and people think those are the flowers. So that's a great plant. It's very well behaved, kind of compact and tight. Good sun, good drainage, uh, beautiful plat, uh, plant. Has the variegation, gets a little pink in it when we get cooler. Pars well with, uh, you know, a, a green background. So stunning. 
So is this uh, more well-behaved than, than the oh yeah the uh, the ligustrum that we might have in our yard? Yes, and it's not going to seed out like the birds seed Does out. Does it have the it. fragrance in spring? It, it, you don't you don't see flowers on it. No. Oh, I just put three of those in. I mean, they're just they're gorgeous. Yeah, they're bright. So, they're beautiful. Just, so uh, the more sun you have, the the more yellowy mm-hmm. they'll be, mm-hmm. and they're pretty reliable, I guess. No bloom, I take it. Yeah, yeah. no bloom. How about that? Well, some people don't like the ligustrum bloom. I don't fragrance. like the fragrance of it. I do. Not the sinensis, but the the japonicas I can handle. But um, I'm sure with maturity there will probably be some type of flowers to uh-huh. it. But um, I I actually haven't seen one flower. I haven't seen one. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's pretty showy. It didn't really need flowers. I guess. Right. Yeah. All right. Um, Very heat tolerant, drought tolerant. Now, most of the PG hydrangeas will they turn pinky like that? Most of them will. Um, I also brought the little limelight and lime, gosh, how many daggone, <laughs> I bet we got in 12 or 15 different types of Ugh. hydrangeas. Uh, They're so popular. They they are. And, you know, they've already been through one wave of blooms and here there's a, another wave going on here. So, yeah. And then there's, you know, my obsession these days with some of the newer Nandinas. Um, and some people hate Nandinas. They do. And I think it's uh, the baby boomers. Um, and maybe a few 40-year-olds, but um, I think it's the baby boomers because, um, you know, they, they seeded out and they became messy, but, but some of these uh, newer ones are not going to do that. Uh, uh, this is one called Bonfire. But um, Is just, this a more upright, taller, mm-hmm. as opposed to the It's not too to tall, but it is ones. upright. Mm-hmm. I, I really like the dwarf ones, and yeah, I think and they're this is more dwarf. accepted. Yeah, this is dwarf. Oh, it is, okay. Mm-hmm. But uh, some of them that get just, if they're out in the sun, they just get bright red during the winter. Yeah. Those yeah. Are, are stunning. And people have always had trouble learning how to prune the uh, this type of plant. Yeah, because it, it kind of has a cane structure to it. Yeah. So you don't, um, you don't give it a haircut. You, you maybe prune one section a year. Or some, on some of the older ones, yeah. The newer ones, you shouldn't have that big of an issue because they're already compact. Yeah. Okay. I love the wonderful berries that come in the wintertime. Does that, does that one have berries on it? It does not. <coughs> yeah, the berries are are, uh, are certainly attractive, yeah. too. I like those. Yeah, and I guess we have to be careful with, um, what do they call them, invasive, non-invasive, yeah. invasive yeah. plants. So, you know, one day you may see Nandinas on that list. Just like right now, everybody, the craze is uh, Miscanthus and Pinacetums, and Miscanthus is taking over the mountains. So, you know, is it going to become evasive, invasive um, or on, you know, on the, the plant um, list for, you know, you can't grow this or have this? Or is What's, it, or another, name? By, What's another name for miscanthus? Um, Something we maiden, got. maiden grass. Yeah, there's, there's lots of different kinds. Yeah. 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 Maiden, yeah. So, so it's an ornamental grass? Yeah. All right. Yeah, go ahead, Phil. I was just going to say, I've got a few of the Nandinas that I got from my dad. And oh. then got from birds. Mm-hmm. But one of them, and I think I've said this on the show, one of them has grown so tall, it's grown up through um, the arbor as mm-hmm. you walk in the house. Wow. I have heard you say and that. Okay. Yes, That's awesome. And it's so you've never trimmed it. where the jasmine vine is. Wow. It is, I, I looked I've up never there seen and I was one like, that what tall. is that red? I mean, it's That's probably cool. eight feet tall, and it's just yeah. it's a real weird. conversation cool. piece. All yeah, right. it is. Let's talk to Keith and Garner. Keith, good morning. You're on WPTF's Weekend Gardener. Good morning, folks. How you doing? The, the Fine. Morning. How can we help you today? Uh, so I'm calling about the 
pecan tree, that little web that gets all over that tree, how do you kill that? Well, there's um, a method that you can use in in mid-May, late May, uh, where you put uh, basically a sleeve, um, most of the time galvanized around um, the trunk of the tree so that the caterpillars uh, can't can't climb up into it. Um, so that that's one mechanical means of controlling. Um, and then I guess there's also um, sprays that can be done. Of course, now that you have it, there's not a lot you can do other than do your best job with a pole saw to prune out the webbing and dispose of it. Well, Rufus, you've okay. had, you have a grove of, of pecan trees, and uh, you've had all kinds of work done. A little over 100 years old, and they, when I first moved there in 1978, I was driving home one night, and I heard all this cracking and popping. I thought, I, I thought I'd hit something. Well, there was about six inches of, of pecan nuts out there on the roadway, and then the, then the worms... Then the worms came about three years ago, and not a one. I, I and I understand that there's a way that you you got to spray it at a particular time, Phil and Elsa. And I've just felt like that that it's a little bit more expensive to do that than I can go buy yeah. a pound of pecans at the, the farmers market. Yeah, yeah, and you know something I found um, kind of that aha moment interesting, but. Um, I was driving back from the beach um, this past Tuesday, and a lot of times I'll stop at exit 364. It's kind of like what I call my halfway point. And um, there's a gas station I'll go to and park over on the shade side. And I'd be dang if there isn't an old pecan tree with brush all under it and around it so you don't even notice it. But I saw the pecans, you know, falling on the ground. And there's no worms in them. And I was like, well, if I get the chance to go back in the fall, I might find me some pecans mm-hmm. the old-fashioned way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's great. Keith, does that help? Yes, sir. That does help. And I appreciate it. Y'all have a blessed day. Well, you have a blessed Thank day you. yourself there. Thank All you. All right. Thank you, sir. We're at the um, auto show, better known as the uh, North Carolina uh, the uh, North Carolina International Auto Expo, and uh, gosh, it's been going on for 35 years. I, I, I uh, or at least uh, the the uh, dealers have been putting on a show of one kind or another. Uh, hybrids, electric cars, SUVs, compacts, luxury cars, you name it. Here at the convention center in downtown Raleigh, uh, we've got uh, Salisbury Street in front. We're on the Salisbury Street side, right across from the Marriott. And uh, Cabrera Street uh, is uh, to our, our left, to give you an idea. Um, McDowell Street is behind us. So uh, come down and enjoy. There's plenty of parking in the area. And the uh, buildings down here are always uh, really something. I can um, see the old Sir Walter Hotel there. So Rufus, you spent some time at the Sir Walter Hotel uh, politicking, didn't you? Well, it, it used to be called the Second Legislature. All the yeah, it was. That's where everybody stayed. In the 50s and 60s, I was a young kid that would come down from Boone, and all the political stuff would go on at the Sir Walter Raleigh mm-hmm. Hotel. And and as Phil knows, a lot of laws were made in the Sir Walter Raleigh Hotel. Yeah. 
yeah. rather than a lot of negotiations over at the Capitol. Yeah. And I remember that cafeteria, S and W cafeteria. That yep. I thought that was the biggest thing in the world because the only time I had ever left the farm had been to a, a cafeteria was in Winston Salem. Yeah, boy. Yeah. And then I came to Raleigh, and there was that wonderful cafeteria. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you know, um, you remember the Carolina Hotel too. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was uh, that I was another hotbed of legislative. Yes, uh, it was. Uh, work because a lot of a lot of lawmakers lived there too. There were two big, tall yep. hotels, tall for the time. So a lot of history yeah. in downtown Raleigh. A Durham Life uh, Insurance Building is on the other side of Davy Street from that. And I think just on the other side of the truest building is the Wells Fargo that I repelled down last. Uh, Oh, you don't want to talk about that, do you? <laughs> you must have been crazy. Yeah, it's taller than the truest building there. Yeah. That was what, what, uh Now, that was for a really good cause. It, it was. It was um, in support of uh, Fuqua Verena Police Department and their calls for Special Olympics. So um, law enforcement throughout North Carolina, and I'm assuming the nation, um, have kind of their own little uh, competitions to raise money, and they... they uh, they do a torch run. I mean, they do all kinds of stuff to uh, fundraise for the Special Olympics. I think it's a great uh, cause to support. They, they, uh, have you done any skydiving? I have not. The day I was supposed to do it, um, it rained. Okay, because that's very, would, I would think, be similar in a way. Sure, sure. Uh, at least when you're looking down. <laughs> yeah. I've done some parasailing and jumped off a lot I've of tall done bridges. parasailing. I did parasailing at Disney as a... As a gimmick, we were broadcasting down there at QDR, and and uh, that was one of the things I did. Yeah. Uh, that was that was a lot of fun. Uh, it was kind of exhilarating. Yeah. Was it our friend Pam that repelled with you? Who, yep, who our buddy Pam. Um, Not sure. Pam Beck. No, uh, Pam, no. Beck, Pam Beck's got better sense. <laughs> <laughs> My bu- buddy Pamela Walker. So yeah, we, and she's still with us. She is. <laughs> Good. She sure is. But uh, yeah. Um, I encourage you to um, sponsor. You know, they're having another event this year, um, which if I knew five strong people, I would have signed up. But um, Yeah, you got to be strong. <laughs> you got to be able to hold on. So they're doing a, um, a five, I don't want to say five-man, but a five-person uh, pulling airplane out at, at RDU. So oh. that's another one oh, of their okay. events that's, that they're that's doing. Different. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, to repel, you just don't have to do anything. Oh, just you don't? Not just pray. Yeah, you could do a little of that, and uh, they tell you not to look down, like, before you go, but I had to. But I didn't have my glasses, so I just couldn't really see anyway. Everything was blurred. Well, I looked like, down with my eyes closed. I, <laughs> I keep my eyes closed it, the it whole was, time. It was a lot of fun, I'm I'll telling bet. you. I'll bet. I'll bet. All right. 919-860-9783. We're at the North Carolina International Auto Expo at the Convention Center in downtown Raleigh. Uh, you can come out today or tomorrow, and... Uh, I think things open up in an hour or so. So we'll uh, come back with uh, more of your calls and more gardening and whatnot on the WPTF Weekend Gardener. Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back on WPTF at 835. We're at the North Carolina International Auto Expo. Beautiful cars downstairs. You come in, very reasonably priced uh, tickets to get in today. And uh, there's an electric car sitting outside. And 
there are, I'm, I'm sure, I don't know who is represented, but uh, the, the big three automakers are, are moving in that direction, so I'm sure that sure they have representatives that um, you can sit in, representations you can sit in, and also, um, the, you know, some muscle cars are still there. Chrysler's getting rid of their muscle cars. Uh, I think the Camaro and the Mustang will be around for a while, but, uh, you know, that everybody's trying to meet those fuel ratings and uh so we're we're moving toward electric good or bad well why why are they heavily advertising the dodge souped up car trying to get rid of them okay they are they are they (laughs) are getting rid of the charger Uh, charger is one of them what's the other one uh they're they're two of them they're muscle cars that they've been known for and uh they are uh, they're I don't know if they're going to make them beyond this year. I, I don't remember reading whether they would or not. Charger and Challenger. Yeah. We'll yeah. have faux muscle cars. <laughs> well, you know, the electric, uh, they're, they're in Europe, there are racing divisions. Uh, electric cars uh, can be just as fast. You know, just need a lot of voltage. Speaking of plants, and, yeah, you're saying they can haul ash? They can haul ash, and they can they can reproduce. And NASCAR is going to have it have to at some point move toward that, and they uh, they're going to have to reproduce that sound, or I won't go. There you go. Yeah. Like Carlton's truck. Right? Yeah, right. Like Carlton's truck. I guess Carlton could buy an electric car vehicle and um, and get that as an add-on. The sound. I I really want to see that, but that's what I hear. Uh, 837-919-860-9783. It has uh, been really dry. Fuquay, are y'all getting any, any it, rain? It looked like it was kind of drizzling there. Um, and, I, and I stopped in there around 630 this morning, and it was just sort of like this, just overcast. Yeah, okay. John McGraw. Here's the godfather. Yes. <laughs> North Carolina New Car Dealers, the Wake County New Car Dealers Association. John. Uh, Hello. Nelson, can you borrow your mic a second? Absolutely. And I'll shake your hand, too. Yeah, absolutely. Good to meet you, sir. John, thank you so much again for having us out here. It's, um, uh, yeah, have seats. Tickets. Oh, boy. Have some tickets. Have some tickets. Michael, have some tickets. Yeah. How you doing? Good morning. So, John, this is, uh, it gets bigger and better every year, and you've got more electric vehicles in the mix this year we've got just about everything you could possibly think of in a car from all the new evs to the hummers we've got bmw just anything you can think of is out there now we're loaded up this year now i know that uh, we were just talking about uh the uh the old chrysler corporation yes uh getting rid of the uh, challenger and charger do you all have uh the challenger and charger here I think we do. I'll have to go look yeah. and see. It's, it's the Stellantis is the new name. Stellantis. I Stellantis. can't yes. think of it. Yes. Yes. But, uh, yeah, that they are uh, moving away from, from the muscle car, which is kind of sad, but it's just uh, just the way things are. But looking into the future, we can, we can really look into the future you really uh, can. in this building today. Toyota has a really nice display when you come in. It's Stellantis, and it's uh, just getting bigger and bigger every year. Yeah. Uh, what else? So, what are some other th- other things we can uh, we can see, and uh, can we sit in these vehicles? Yes, yes. Almost all the vehicles are open. There are a few. We brought in some exotic cars, some 
high-dollar Lamborghinis and some of that. And those are kind of roped off. I'm not sure I could get in a Lamborghini. <laughs> it's really you, yeah, I mean, you'd have, you'd have to, to slide into it. <laughs> have to have to get out on the ground and yes, have to slide in. Well, right. I, I want to ask John, what, what is law enforcement going to do without a, a Dodge Charger? Uh, the gentleman that uh, stays in the office with us when we count the money, that's what he said. He, they're concerned about what's going to do, and some of them are talking about electric cars. Yeah, now you can, we were just also yeah, talking about uh, there are electric vehicles that yeah. will go just as fast as, oh, yes. you know, as a uh, 600 horsepower vehicle, for instance, or uh, General Motors 400 electric trucks. Yeah, they, sure. They I mean, they'll, they'll really haul it. So I, I think that will be the answer. I'm not. Uh, I'm not sure. Sure, what's going to happen with that? It should be really interesting, and that's what makes this so much fun to see these bright, shiny cars that uh, all of us want so much. That this is not. I guess. I guess you could talk. Can you talk? There are no dealers really here, are there? Or are no, there? No, it's all manufacturers. Now, some okay. of the dealers had to furnish the cars. Normally, they come straight from wherever the manufacturer is located. But this year, because of the chip shortage and all of that, some of it came out of dealer stock. Or they may have sent something special just for this show to it. Yeah. Yeah, but just about everybody here is from the manufacturer. Can we talk to a dealer? Are there dealers here that we can, I mean, if we want to buy a car, can we talk to them? Not many. There may be some yeah. representatives okay. that come around, some salespeople that might come around, but not. We really don't propose yeah. that. This okay. is just to come look and see yeah. and see what you want. That's now, you a can good go thing. back to the dealer. That's a good thing. Yes. That's a good thing. You can walk around, relax, and, um, and just uh, not a sales show, really. Yeah, we're, we're yeah. Okay. To sell cars. Well, that's a that's a wonderful approach, yes, John. It is. Yeah, this is just, and that's the way it's always been. This way it's always been. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was going to pick up a Lamborghini. Well you, well, you could. Are you literally trying to pick it up? You'll need somebody at the other end. <laughs> That'd be more like me. You know, I saw when I was at at State, I lived on Sullivan Dorm, and they didn't have an athlete's dorm, and, and I had a bunch of football players in the in the suite next door, and they went out and, and picked up a Volkswagen one day. I mean, they literally picked it up. So uh, That used to be the thing. A little practice. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, it was. It used to be the thing. <laughs> yeah, instead of going yeah. to the gym. All right, uh, John, uh, tell us uh, today and tomorrow the hours and, and how much uh, we need to. All right, today it is 9 till 9. Tomorrow it is 10 till 4. Okay. That gives us plenty of time, and there is plenty of parking around, plenty of parking decks in uh, downtown Raleigh. And uh, there are a lot of other things going on, and you can come to the auto show, and then you can find something else to do. You sure can. Yeah. John, thank you so much. Appreciate you having it's nice me. Nice to see we'll you again. Thank, good to see you, and we really appreciate you coming here every year. Oh, we love we it. Always John. look forward to it. Thank you. Right, we right, look forward it. to having you on, and come back and come back and see us if you have time. And have a donut. Yeah. Hey, John. Have, all right. <laughs> all right. That's more for us then. That's right. All right. Nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three. John McGraw of a uh, Wake County New Car Dealers Association. So you can go in there and, and look around to your heart's content. Lamborghini's in there. Mm. Hot dog. Well, you, you want to know what the uh, Cliff Jones saying Cliff is Cliff Joyner. Today? Cliff Joyner. All right, right out of the book here. <laughs> An entrepreneur is someone who jumps off a cliff, Nelson, and builds a, a plane on the way down. All right. Hey, All right, how about that?
That's certainly not me. Smooth sailing. Big Daddy probably probably would do that. Yeah, he could do that. Yeah. Mr. Curtis. Well, I'm, uh, I'm sure Mr. Curtis will be right at that uh, Hall of Fame luncheon saying a few words about you. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if anybody, I don't know what they do, really. Uh, Trip Savory, who was the president of the company, said to bring some Kleenex. In case I cry. It might be a hall, a hall of flame out. I hope not. I hope I hope everybody at my table is orderly. My grandchildren are not coming, so oh, we'll be, we'll be safe. Like, I'm going to ball like a baby. Well, Rufus, you will be there. and um, you know, Michael, it's going to kill me if I can't get there, but it's looking doubtful. <laughs> oh, I'm, talk, I'm talking about the Hall of Fame, not the, uh, gotcha. not the uh, party that... I, I'm not much of a party person, but Melissa has, I gave her permission to plan a party for my birth, my 70th birthday, and this, this thing, I sound like the mafia, this thing that we're getting ready to do here, this uh, Hall of Fame stuff, so, um, yeah, you know, you're all invited to that, everybody should send um, those invitations to at any rate, but I could only, I could only invite my family and, um, like four others, three others, Rufus, Tom Campbell, Charlie Stegall, and Mike Edwards. Mike Edwards uh, saved my job in um, the early 90s because they, they couldn't, couldn't figure out what to do with me. <laughs> I mean, I, I, you know, we still had a lot of legendary people there, so there, was, there wasn't a lot of room on the bus. But uh, something I had always wanted to do, and, and I tried in the 70s, but I really wasn't ready to do it, move into the news department. Mike Edwards brought me into the news department. And, you know, that's worked out really well. And so uh, Mike's going to be there. And uh, Charlie Stegall uh, hired me, along with Evelyn Ramey. Evelyn passed away several years ago. But uh, Charlie's going to be there, and he's almost 90 years old. He hired me in... 1975, and uh, so I owe all those people a lot. Well, awesome. the, the other Michael, do you know that this Mike used to interview me when I was Attorney General and Secretary of State? I didn't even. Who, yeah. Whoever thought I would be? I, I know. I, I who in the world? I'd be working for the boss here? No, no, no. You ain't working for me. I'm working for you. <laughs> you and Big Daddy, and uh, all these ladies here who are are spot these. To Nelson and Phil are sponsors, longtime sponsors, and we, uh, I'd like to I'd like to bring sponsors and all the weekend gardeners to to that uh, shindig at uh, the uh, Angus Barn Pavilion. That's a pretty classy place out there. It's on a lake, too. Mm -hmm. So don't have to worry about good food. They'll have that. But uh, I, I think I will. I might bring a box of Kleenex for this. <laughs> All right, 919-860-9783-846, WPTF time. More of the Weekend Gardener coming up. You're listening to the longest-running gardening show on the radio. It's the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. Back on WPTF, the Weekend Gardener, 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. 
You know, John left some uh, tickets. If you um, hear us and you're you're planning to go this morning, if you want to come by, Phil has has the tickets, and we'll uh, we'll figure out how many we have. We have uh, I don't know how many two. Okay. 15, 20. So, uh, yeah, 20 tickets. Oh, we got more over there. Yeah, we got, uh, so we got, if you come by and uh, you hear us on the radio, and wouldn't it be terrible if nobody, <laughs> nobody hears us and they uh, they don't come by for the tickets. But if you, uh, I'm not going to hawk these things, so just just come by and uh, and ask for them nicely. And we'll give them to you. You'll get in free. Uh, here at the uh, North Carolina Auto Expo at the Convention Center, 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. And, uh, gee, we've already, we're going to, I needed to mention, just like last week, <clears throat> the Tar Heels are playing an early game. And their pregame starts at 10 o'clock, so we're being preempted at uh, 10 o'clock, so uh, uh, we, we won't have the last hour of the show And uh, for today. We'll be back next week with uh, three hours. But uh, so uh, the Tar Heels coming up after, uh, after the 10 o'clock. Well, I guess they come up straight up at 10 o'clock, no news. Uh, at any rate, 919-860-9783. Susan is in Raleigh. Susan, good morning. You're on WPTF. Good morning. Yes, ma'am. So glad to uh, talk with you before you have to leave at 10. Yeah, yeah. Well, we, we still got an hour. Yeah, it's 8.52. Okay. Well, I won't take the whole hour, but I wanted to invite your neighbor to come to the Arboretum today, the J.C. Rawson Arboretum. We're having an hour sale today. Okay. Yeah, this is Susan. Hey, Susan, how you doing? Hey, how are you doing, Mike? Well, I'm doing great, thanks. Good. Um, right. um, we're having a beardless iris sale today, and I'm hoping that our neighbors will find time to come by. There are lots of things going on today um, in Raleigh and around, but if you have time before the game and the auto show and the Hopscotch Festival and everything else that's going on, uh, please come by. We've got wonderful plants for sale, and this is a great day to uh, have it because these are the arises that need a little Any, more water. Anything we should be doing uh, to our iris right now, Susan? Uh, right now, uh, yeah. Um, this is cleanup time for the iris guard, and I know that you've uh, seen all those dead leaves around uh, in your bearded iris bed. So be sure to clean those out. Um, insects and all kinds of bad things uh, winter over in those. And so we want, want to have a clean garden going into the winter. So along with some weeds, you can clean up and uh, be sure that you get all those uh, dead leaves off. Uh, don't cut them back. They need the green leaves, and they'll keep green leaves all through the winter. But yeah. you need to clean up the brown things that are either on the ground or uh, uh, and 
gently pull off. They are uh, reliable, good old-fashioned plants that uh, we all need in our landscape. Uh, what kind of conditions do we need to grow iris, Susan? Well, the beardless iris uh, that we're selling today uh, can be mulched, so that's good news for gardeners. Uh, keeps away the weeds. Uh, they need a little more rain. They need uh, wet conditions, some of them. We have Louisiana irises that uh, grew up in the bayous of Louisiana, so you know they can stand some of this rain that we're getting right now and love it. There are also Siberian irises on sale today and other things that uh, you just have to come and see. We've got beautiful pictures of everything, and we're here until 3 o'clock. Fantastic. And you are uh, at the Arboretum? We're at the H.D. <coughs> Ralston Arboretum in Raleigh on Barrel Road. Plenty of parking is here. Um, get here before the football traffic, and uh, you won't have <coughs> any problem parking. <laughs> and you're at, you're in the, the main building there? We're in the Ruby McSween Education Center, and there are some signs that will lead you here to us. Very good. Susan, I, I appreciate the relationship uh, that we've had with the, the Iris Society, and uh, we wish you all good luck today with your sale. Well, thank you so much. I wish I could get one of those tickets. but Well, I would, I would uh, hand deliver it to you if you, if you drive by here. Oh. <laughs> if you drive by Salisbury <laughs> Street, I'll walk out there. Yeah, you're very kind. Thanks so much for your time. Well, you want to buy a Lamborghini? Uh, I'm interested in more of a family-type car. Now. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I guess it depends on what kind of family you have, Susan. Well, I'll tell you, my midlife crisis is done and over with. So okay, all right, all right. Lamborghini today, thanks so much. <laughs> Susan, thank you very much. Okay, bye-bye. Right, bye. Susan Griggs with the uh, Iris Society here uh, on WPTF's we <coughs> Weekend Gardener. And we uh, we're at the convention center in <clears throat> excuse me in downtown Raleigh with a WPTF weekend gardener nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three Matt is in Benson Matt we got about three minutes before news Good morning how are you guys doing Hey couldn't Great. be better Hey Rufus I think you're the last Democrat I ever voted for. <laughs> Uh, Matt, I, I didn't hear that. What'd you say? I think you were the last Democrat I ever voted for. Oh my goodness! Well, <laughs> well, I'm I'm a person now. I, I call myself a statesman now, Matt. Well, you are that. You're and, a statesman, and, and, and more uh, politicians should be statesmen. And, I, and I'm a recovering politician. Yeah. On about the the ninetieth step out of the hundred. <laughs> so there's still a chance. I'm wearing a uh, a Rufus That's for right. governor, Rufus Edmondson for governor badge. So hey, I mean, is there still a possibility? <clears throat> well, with you and Matt voting for him, and maybe <laughs> yeah. maybe Phil and I, I don't know. maybe a couple more. Sure, Nelson, Michael, Nelson? Maybe yeah. Phil and Nelson. Absolutely, I think we'd all vote. <laughs> so Matt, uh, you, do you have? You have a gardening question, or yes, yes, I do. Uh, All right, I, my lawn is being taken over by chamber bitter. I was wondering how you uh, get rid of chamber bitter without killing the lawn. Is it a warm season 
lawn or a cool season lawn? It, it, uh, well, in, it's uh, kind of a in the front. It's mostly uh, centipede, and in the back, it, it, it's mostly just weed. But yeah, yeah, the centipede you have to be careful with when you're dealing with chemicals. Yeah, because I'm not sure. Uh, there's an atrazine. I'm not sure if that would take care of it. Uh, and then there's image. I'd have to check the label to see if that would take care of chamber weed. I mean, that's very tough. Also, pre-emergence can help. Because, um, that, gosh, that chamber weed just scatters so quickly. Um, so it is tough and difficult to control, and especially this time of year because the weed is more mature. So trying to tackle it more in uh, late May, June is is a little easier. But if you go to the NC State Extension... Um, How about 30 seconds? I'm not sure if it's the weed files or, or you could probably find it through turf files uh, to be more specific with that particular weed. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll give that a try. If, if not, I'll come see you. <laughs> All right. Well, Matt, thank you, buddy. We, we appreciate Let us know if that works. Okay. All right. We'll do. Thank All right. you. All right. More of the Weekend Gardener coming up here on WPTF. Mm-hmm.